are now tuned in to another episode of For Your Records, the conversation for music lovers. Hosted by me, Key from Clee. Hello, it's me, Key from Clee. It's another episode of For Your Records. This is episode 56. What's poppin'? What's going? I'm by myself today just because, you know, it's been a while since I did an episode by myself and I figured, hey, I got the energy right now. I want to talk my shit. I want to talk some real shit. I want to catch y'all up on some music. I got some stories to tell. Y'all know how it is with me? So, you just gonna get right into it. And to be completely honest, I don't have an outline. The only outline that I have is for musical notes and I got a little FYR for y'all and I just literally started off a spotlight 10 minutes ago. So, we just gonna get into it. Starting with, uh, well, I guess I can catch y'all up on my life and what's been going on, you know? I've been breaking a lot of guests on. I haven't had a solo episode since, what, Gucci? The Gucci and Jeezy battle? The verses? Yeah, it's been a while. So what's been going on with Key from Klee? Well, I am moving. I am moving to the heights, eh? To the heights. To the heights, to the heights, to the heights. Well, South Euclid. But around the corner is really the heights. So I keep telling people I live in the heights. And if you live in Cleveland, I live on Noble. No, I don't. <laughs> it's the other half of Noble. But yeah, it's going to be really nice. Um, the house is huge. It's me and my mama in the house. It's, she literally downstairs. And I got the whole upstairs to myself. Um, if you know my mom, you know how me and my mom are. It's just, you know, just seems perfect sense for us to move in together right now as we try to move to Atlanta next year. My mother is coming up on her retirement, so we are trying to get that together for her, trying to figure out how she's going to go about this, and she does not want to retire in Cleveland. And that's very respectable for me. But me being Key from Clee, I don't plan on being always living in Klee. I'm just from here. So I do plan on moving to Atlanta next year. So this is kind of like my way of saving some money, getting the studio together, building the podcast, building the things, getting that shit going. Um, still work at my new job that I started this year. It's been pretty great. Um, I honestly love it there. The people that are there are honestly great. Um, I'm still working from home, so I don't really get the full feel of people until September when I'm back in the office. But... It is such a great vibe. Like, I love the job. All my coworkers that I've met so far, they're really great. Even my supervisor doesn't even give me those bad vibes like how I felt in the past at past jobs. So I do indeed feel safe for once in my life, like just somewhere where I can feel secure for a while until I'm ready to branch off and do what's next for me. Um, next summer, I really plan on moving to Atlanta and just being Atlanta, an Atlanta chick. I really do. Um, I will be getting my BBL before then, though, because y'all bitches is not about to show me up. And that's just on period. I already got my doctor picked out. Um, what else is going? Um, hmm. What else? What else? What else? Well, y'all know me. I've been fucking. <laughs> I told y'all the story last episode about Lil Uzi. He is officially cut off. Like, oh my goodness, he's, he's cut off. I've blocked him. I haven't talked to him since. Um, I also said that I cut off my favorite fuck buddy. That's that didn't happen. Uh, whatever, say what you want, but I'm a little sucker for that guy. I'm not gonna lie. He actually saw me cry for the first time, and I was on the phone with my friend. My friend was like, "Y'all are not fuck buddies anymore." <laughs> so we'll see where that goes. We had a conversation about like what we look for in other people, and like, are we dating other people? And it was just kind of weird because you know I've been messing with him 
for about a year now, will be a year soon. And it's like, you know, we never really talked about that. And we started noticing like there's a lot of conversation that we never had before. Um, so there's that. Tiny Desk Bay is still around. Um, he's been very flaky and inconsistent though. I really feel like he has a girlfriend and not telling me if we're being honest. Um, I actually found out that he got a girl pregnant. That's a different story for a different day. But yeah, Tiny Desk Bay is still around. He ain't really my baby how he used to be. He don't make me happy how he used to, but he definitely still, you know, my music partner. And I really look forward to being around him and things like that. So there's that with Tiny Desk Bay. Um, Lil Uzi's cut off. And fuck buddy's still around. Who else? I don't even think I have any new partners or anything. I've really just been, ugh, it's just whatever at this point. Mm. Again, shout out to everybody who came to the brunch. And shout out to everybody who came and just show support. Sent gifts. Um, just anything along those lines. Like, it really just means so much to me as I keep growing my brand. And I'm really about to be in a studio. YouTube is coming out about four episodes from now. Maybe three depending on how things work out. But um, I'm just really excited, you know. Thanks to everybody who's been, you know, sending my podcast around. My listens have been shot up. Um, a lot of those listens have been coming from Atlanta, too. So shout out to Atlanta. And I've been getting a lot of new listeners in Detroit as well. Uh, I've been in Detroit. I go to Detroit like once a month. I told y'all I, I go to Detroit a lot. If you are in Detroit, please, let's link up. Let's record, you know. Uh, let's work. Um, I have so many artists in my DMs and things like that. Like, let's let's work, you know? Let's let's get it going. I love hearing new music and just, you know, any way that I can put you on, let me know. So make sure y'all send in music to foyerrecordspod at gmail.com. That is foyerrecordspod at gmail.com. The people that I've met and just everything, um, it's amazing. The people that I still talk to from Clubhouse, amazing. Like, I love it. Um, all in all, I would say it's been pretty a learning experience for sure there were people that didn't come to the brunch that i really expected to come and they didn't come um people that said that they you know oh let me buy a t-shirt that never came and got it um i don't know it's just a lot that kind of goes with that to me because it's just like oh i mean were you really supporting or were you just being nosy um i'm just always been that type of person like i just really just want real support i'm not really big on fake shit um, just keep that from me. Like, I'm I'm real genuine when it comes to shit like that. So people that, you know, told me they were going to come. And I'm not going to lie, a lot of food got wasted. But I'm not going to lie, the people that did show up, they showed out. We had a great time. Shout out to DJ Armani Range. It was a great, great time. Um, I'm not going to lie, though. Like, I was disappointed in a lot of people. Um, a lot of people who just, you know, I thought were in my corner and they obviously were not. Just a lot of true colors have been shown um, in the month of May. And just moving into June, I'm just kind of like, mm, I'm just kind of shifting energy a little bit. You know, whoever's here for me and for your records, I'm here for you as well. And that's just how I look at it. And that's just that on that. So, y'all, I've been having these epiphanies lately. Like, really, like, understanding things from my adult self and not my teenager self. The opinions that I made back then and... You know, different things that you can grow from and, and look back on and you realize like, oh, wow, like, okay, I don't have that same perspective that I did once then or whatever. So, I'm going to tell you all my perspective on some new movies I've been watching. Well, not new movies, they're old movies, but as you watch them as an adult, you realize and you think to yourself like, 
this was a favorite movie? Really? Seriously? So here, I'm just going to talk about this. For so long, right, we always talk about loving basketball. That movie is retarded. If it's your favorite movie, I'm sorry, but that movie's retarded as an adult. How he going to get mad at her because your parents was getting divorced and you claim I wasn't there for you? Nigga, I was there for you up until my fucking curfew. You wanted me to get in trouble for you too? What the hell? You just didn't care about my well-being. And then on top of that, you gonna eat fucking food with that bitch in front of me when I had nothing to do with that? And then make me fight for your love in the end? Huh? What? Also, Love Jones? Retarded. Um, very retarded movie. That nigga was a stalker. We can start there. He was a stalker and a movie. <laughs> Why was that nigga taking her fucking address off something that was confidential? Darius? What the fuck? That wasn't cool. I, I don't understand. I, I don't know. I've just been watching a lot of movies lately in my adult life. Like, I don't know about that one. And as I get older, poetic justice is getting very relatable. These niggas be trying to talk to you and they don't be cleaning their fucking fingernails. They dick don't stay hard. They just, well, it, very relatable. I'm not even gonna lie. Poetic justice is very, very relatable. And I do understand why she wear black every day. Leave me the fuck alone, mind your business, damn. Damn. Let me be. Just some fucking body. Then when I pop out with some white in the end, everybody assumed I got some dick. Okay. And what about it? And what about it? The fuck? Alright, so anyway, so key, what have you been listening to this week? Well, since you asked, what's been on my playlist? No, for real, I'm gonna lie. I, I mentioned this last time, but that Moneybag Yo song changed the subject. I wish that song was so much longer. I love that song so much. It's so relatable. Like, oh my goodness. That song is so relatable. I love it so much. Like, you ever just listen to a song and then you be like, okay. And then you listen to the lyrics one day, just redrive. And you're like, hold on. Like... He literally came on the track and said, give them your all. They're going to say they never gave them nothing. I go hard on this shit because I came from nothing. Barely had clothes. Life was off. You know, my mama was struggling. It's bringing tears to my eyes. I want to change the subject. What? No more pain and suffering. They could tell me I switch up, but I, ain't, I won't change the subject. They tell me to switch it up, but I won't change the subject. That shit is real. That's, that's relatable as fuck. Like... You know, like, that shit is real as fuck. I can't tell you how many times, like, you feel like you just doing the same thing all over and over again. You trying to give everything you got. And people will dead ass say, you ain't, you ain't show me nothing. You ain't gave me nothing. What? That's why you got to be careful at the hands that you feed him, man. People will really, like, bite the fucking hand that feeds them. That is insane to me. But anyway, anyway. I just want y'all to know, like, that song is so fucking dope. I love that song so much. Like, the album itself is really hard. Like, you really can't play with no skips. 
but change the subject get me every time. I just gotta play that song back a couple times. Like, did you hear this nigga? And the beat selection is just amazing. Like, Rod Wave could never, like, you, you, you want to come off sounding real, but nobody want to hear that sad shit all the time, you know? That shit is, is, is what's up. I like, I like beats that be high key, and then you don't even know they sad. I'm going I'm to make that an episode one day, though, because I've been coming up across a lot of songs like that. The beats be sounding upbeat, and the whole time the lyrics be sounding very sad. <laughs> but anyway, let's get into it. So on the R&B tip, I've been listening to this song called 90 Degrees, called Yasmin Lacey. Ugh. Amazing. Amazing. Um, Kenny Eco, I think that's his last name. Kenny Eco, whatever. You know, he be... You probably see him doing, like, random ads on Instagram, and he, he be trying to come off sexual. Sex sales, I guess. You know, Jedi Eco effect. But... He... His music is actually really, really dope, and his voice is really, really good. Like, I really like his voice. Like, I really like it a lot. Um, I've also been listening to this song called Life Isn't by Michelle. It's very soft and very... <sighs> Sunday morning, I should say, but I love it. It's very... Um, you know, I love the soft girls, but at the same time, I like soft girls that be talking that shit. And stop talking about these niggas, you know what I'm saying? We talk about life and what really be going on. Um... What else have I been listening to? So the girl, Dawn Richard, you would think her last name is Richard, but whatever. It's Dawn Richard, the chick from Diddy Dirty Money from back in the day. That love, you make my love come down. Oh, no, not, y'all don't know that song. Y'all know that song. Um, the Diddy Dirty Money, the when Nicki cop on the track, like, um, I just came up in it a little bit self-centered. Hello. Good morning. Yup, that song. So anyway, Dawn Richard, her, she has this project out that she kind of came out with. I don't know if it's new. It probably did come out this year, though. I'm not sure. But it's this song. Oh, it did come out this year, actually. It's like a little EP that she put out. But it's this song on there called Morning Slash Streetlights. It's it's so good. It's such a good song. Like it feel it's a really good feel good song. Like um you know, kinda like, eh, I know you was playing hard to get and all this other shit, but I know when you wake up next to me in the morning, you not gonna forget me. Relatable content. That's all I can say to that. Relatable fucking content. Um on the Rap side, I've been listening to this guy called Coda the Friend. He has this song called Go Now that I really, really like. And it's another song on his album. It is called... It, the, the album is called To Kill a Sunrise. And then he has another song on there called um, The Love. It's really good. Very conscious. You know, not a lot of sounds and shit like that. But I fuck with it. Now, if you are fucking with the sounds and shit, you know, ESTG, the way to go. That's the only thing I've really been listening to lately. Like, ooh. No bullshit. I really like it. Um, that song, Get Money with Go Gotti. My shit special with Money Bag Yo. Yes. Members only with 42 Doug. 42 Doug new album is really hard. And I didn't think it was going to be that good, but it is. Also, speaking of 42 Doug, um, that song he has with um, Future Maybach, why the fuck is he addressing um, Steve Harvey, I don't want her? 
and he out on double dates with JT and Uzi with his bitch. If that ain't no goofy-ass shit, I don't know what is. What be wrong with these niggas? Tell Steve Harvey, I don't want him. Like, get the fuck out of here. He better go on somewhere with that shit. I don't like that. I do not like that. Uh, what else I've been listening to? I ain't gonna lie, I've been listening to uh, Reasonable Doubt like it just came out yesterday. I've been forcing myself to like this J. Cole, but I'm sorry, y'all. It's just, I feel like it just wasn't for me. just wasn't for me. Like I said, I like my tracks on there. Um, I like the song My Life So Much with Maury and 21 Savage. I love that song so, so much. Applying Pressure is good. The Climb Back is amazing. Let Go My Hand with Boss and Six Lag, Black, whatever the fuck that guy name is. And... That's about it for me. <laughs> oh shit, allergies and shit. Um. Okay, so I was watching the video to Amari, and it's crazy because the lyrics really are crazy. But that is not a J Cole beat at all. Like, and I don't even mean it sound like hateful, but like, what is he doing? <laughs> what is he doing? Like, I don't like that beat at all. Ninety five South was hard either. Was hard too, but. It's not something that I'm like, mm, okay, 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 you know what I mean? Like, it's just a lot going on. Um, yeah, that's about it for me on the side. Oh, it's also this girl called Mariba. Um, her EP is called a Zeb, A-Z-E-B. Um, I love the song on there called A. And it's a song on there called Gold, but God. It's like Gold God. The little L is in parentheses. Um, really good. Very nice um, EP that just came out. That's very new if you're on the R&B tip like I am right now. Um, and that's pretty much it. I love Primo Rice, too. I love the song Silk Shit Here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, yeah, like, I just really fuck with Primo Rice and that Larry June vibe. Like, I really like it. Like, I really love it. Um, but anyway, on to my musical notes here. Because I have quite a few things I want to address. First and foremost, Monique is calling us out for wearing bonnets and pajamas in public. Here's my thing. Listen to me, my loves. Listen to me, okay? Do whatever the fuck make you happy, okay? Some of y'all say, oh, it make you look dirty, it make you do this, and da 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 Look, at the end of the fucking day, if my hair is not done, me wearing a bonnet should not make you upset. Like, what the fuck? Like, now, I will say, it is tacky wearing bonnets in the airport. It very much so is. However, when I had braids and such, I definitely went to the airport with my scarf still on, cause I'm laying my edges and I'm taking the scarf off as soon as I land at the airport, wherever the fuck I'm going. I'm a true believer in, you never know who you will see at the airport. 
um, it's been plenty of times I run into like comedians and celebrities and shit at the airport, and I wanted to say something, but I feel like just because of my appearance, I didn't want to say something, but I said something anyway. And that might have been the great first impression that I might have left. And then there has been other times where I look good as fuck at the airport. And I'm so happy that I ran into somebody. You know what I mean? So I will say it's important to just keep in mind, like, who you're going to run into on that day and all of that. And what's going to happen from there. You never know who you'll run into and shit like that. But come on, man. Like, seriously? Why does it, why does it matter what other people are wearing? Also, men wear do-rags in public like like it's nothing. Literally like it's nothing. So, I'm going to need y'all to have that same energy for these men out here. The same reason why y'all have the energy for us in our bonnets. And that's just that on that. Because I ain't going to cap shit. When I had my silk wrap, I was definitely outside with my do-rag on. And I did not give a fuck. Like a little boy. Because guess what? When their hair came down, bitch was a goddess. Bitch was a goddess. Okay, I also want to address, um, Drake was hugged up with this white woman. <laughs> um, and they say that it is his stylist. Um, he was very hugged up with her though, like that was his bitch. Um, here's my thing. Drake, what happened to you saying that you like your girl's BBW? lady looked like she was aging so fast bro like she looked like she was aging fast as shit fast as shit like <laughs> that shit is crazy um <laughs> I ain't got nothing else to say to that shit cause I ain't got nothing else nice to say alright let me catch you up <laughs> really bad she looked old okay so y'all i've been listening to these female rappers you know trying to give them a listen or whatever drink doll is hard i'm gonna give it to her i ain't gonna, I ain't even gonna cap she is hard i've been listening to her little freestyles and shit like that bitch got flow bitch got cadence and she looked good um I honestly don't understand why she's not on the radio and not Sweetie. It's kind of weird. Um, she, maybe, I don't know, maybe because she, her songs aren't, well, shit, she do got a couple original tracks. Maybe it's the advertisement, maybe it's not the label. You know, the labels, they do what they're supposed to do. They push the people. But, mm, she's hard, y'all. If y'all ain't tap in, go ahead and tap in, because I, I, I actually fuck with that. Now, Koi LeRae, little Miss Koi, she got on stage and people were staring at her, literally staring at her. And they had a video going around on the blogs and all of that. And people were really just staring at her, like on the stage, like crickets, like it was just her. And it was actually kind of awkward because you don't hear her cheering or anything. Um, there were other footage of her when she performed, um, you know, No More Parties and Big Purr, because those are her, you know, her songs that she's known for. But, um, when she started performing her other tracks that people weren't really, you know, hip to, people were kind of like, you know, what the fuck? Now, I will say, okay, when I went to go see Beyonce, 
people were really doing the same thing to Chloe and Halle. But now that they got a little bit more buzz, people know a lot more about their music now. People were starting to listen to the Ungodly Hour and all of that because they really do have some bops. But it takes time, you know? Um, I think when people are looking at the person on stage and they don't necessarily know you know who they're looking at or what they're looking for sometimes it can kind of come off like oh they're not fucking with me and what the fuck and they're not cheering and all of that but koi went on twitter and she was very defeated um but it seemed like a lot of the female artists were kind of sending her really kind words especially Nicki minaj which i thought was really dope she was saying that um you know people were watching because they you know they they listening though you know they paying attention to you don't don't people gonna know your name now that's all and i thought that was really dope because you know although nikki doesn't really they say because in my eyes nikki does you know give her kudos when it's due but it's like at the end of the day when you um you know want to send those those nice times and things to people people kind of look at you like mm, i don't know about you I'm still trying to fill you out. And that's honestly how I still feel about Koi Leroy. Like, I, I want to like her, but I don't know enough. You know, her voice is very unique. But it's also something I've heard before. What is making her different from anybody else? Um, I personally feel like she sounds a lot like Dej Loaf. And if I wanted to hear Dej Loaf, I would just hear Dej Loaf. But Dej Loaf isn't coming out with new music, so maybe I can listen to Koi. I don't know. It's all about perception, right? And how we look at it. But all in all, I would say um, Nikki's right, though. People are going to know her name. People are going to know what she's talking about. And people are just going to know like who she is. And I think that's pretty dope because now they're going to hear it and be like, oh, yeah, I saw her open for such and such. Um, you know, now that concerts and stuff are you know, coming back out, you know, this is a good way for her to showcase and since she came out during a time that was pandemic and TikTok and all of that, you know, assuming that everybody knows you, you know, that's not necessarily a good thing because those aren't the same people that's paying at these concerts. I say all the time when I go see my favorite artists in concert, I see a lot of white people. That doesn't necessarily that their audience is all white, though, especially with the content of their music, if that makes sense. <laughs> Moving on. Um, Let's see. Boosie, <laughs> he said that ASAP Rocky needs to hurry up and get Rihanna pregnant because if he if he if he was him he would have been did it. I don't. Here's my thing: Why do we let Boosie just be ignorant and let it slide? Like I don't like that. I really feel like we need to hold him accountable. Um, just like the same thing with Fifty Cent. Like I really feel like we just need to hold these men accountable. Like why are we waiting on them to come up with these petty comments and shit like that? Um, he also rubbed me the wrong way this week when he said something about how, you know, how he, you know, he be on, he don't be on that gay shit whatsoever and all this other shit. But he said something about and how he was in jail and pretty much like how he was in jail <clears throat> and how he can, you know, send people to fuck them in the ass. And it was saying, you know, that's real life. 
But I ain't gonna lie. Now I'm questioning him and all the gay shit he say. <laughs> Cause what the fuck? Like I get that's the thing y'all do in jail, but like, okay, so what you was doing? Is that why you go against gay shit so hard? That's just weird. I don't be on the homophobe shit. That shit's weird to me, like very weird. But he he just and he say little real shit like that, like, oh, I would have been knocked her up. Like, what? Rihanna said it time and time again. She is not looking at no kid right now. She got fancy beauty, fancy skin, uh, fancy savage. Mm. And uh, she's, you know, no longer an artist anymore. But other than that, <laughs> I ain't gonna start Rihanna Rand, y'all. I ain't gonna start it. Where's the music? No, I'm just playing. But, wh- like, why would he say that? Like, leave her alone. Like, and they, they're very cute together. Um, ASAP said that, you know, Rihanna makes her so happy. Um, side note, Pisces women are nuts. So, um, I look at, you know, women like, um, Rihanna and Erica Badu and, uh, Janae Aiko. And they have a large, like a very heavy influence on the men that they have in their lives. Like, look at Big Sean now, bro. He talking about making songs, talking about zenning the fuck out and shit. Like, what the hell? <laughs> Andre 3000, he, he changed totally after he started messing with Erica Badu. And I just feel like this will be no different. ASAP was already a little different, but this will be no different. He's definitely going to be a little softer when he done with Rihanna. Um, Rihanna got that effect. Men be in love with her, but... Is, does she know she's in a relationship? That's that's my only question. Does she know she is in a relationship? But other than that, they're really cute. I really love them together. I really feel like they're, you know, they're really cute. Like, they probably be styling each other. It's so cute. So cute. Um, I'm going to say this, and then I'm going to get into the foyer records this week, because my spotlight is very interesting. Um, all right. Soldier Boy and Bow Wow as a versus. <laughs> I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm so here for this. I love it. I love this so much. I love it so much that <laughs> I'm Team Soldier Boy. <laughs> and I ain't gonna lie, Bow Wow had bangers, okay? Out of my system was my shit. I could still rap the whole song from from start to finish. Like I love that song so fucking much. But Soldier Boy really had bangers. Bitches going ham, bitches going ham, bitches going ham. Booty me, booty me, hey hey, girl shake that booty me, that booty me, shake that booty me, that booty me, shake that booty me. Um, we ain't go. Hey, you there. Hey, you there, you there. Hey, you there. I see you over there. I want you to come here. Please send on me some. Bro, that shit was funny as fuck. He had bangers. He can win off alone just off of his YouTube shit. Kiss me through the phone. Bruh, I'm here for this. And I love that social boy been on thing. I'm the first to do this. No, for real. Because, King, I, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. You was the first to do a lot of that shit. T- get your flowers. Get your flowers while you still here. And I will gr- greatly give Soldier Boy his flowers. What? Get, 
get out of here. I'm about to start being Soulja Boy. I was the first music podcast in Cleveland to do this shit. Okay? I, me, for your records, I was the, <laughs> in my Soulja Boy voice, Drake. Drake. Oh, okay. I felt that. <laughs> and he was the first rapper to go go uh platinum on YouTube. The fuck? Get out of here. He was the um the blueprint for that shit though. Like I'm Team Soldier Boy if that ever happens. I don't even know if it's real. But if it happens, I'm Team Soldier Boy all the way. So just mark my words, cause he gonna win that shit. Alright, you guys. I've been slipping on the four-year records this week just because the conversation been so good on these last couple episodes. But here we go. For Your Records this week is Alicia Keys' Songs in a Minor. It released in 2001, which makes this album 20 years old. Yes, 20 years old. You heard me, bitch. This important song on these is, is I think I'm jealous of your girlfriend. Although she is a girl that is your friend. I think I'm jealous of your girlfriend. Relatable content. And don't forget, you can buy me diamonds. You can buy me pearls. Take me on a cruise around the world. Because, baby, you know I'm worth it. A woman's worth. Stop playing with her. And then she came out the gate with, I keep on falling. I ain't gonna lie, that song remind me of the Proud Family episode. <laughs> when they had the, no, because why did they have the cartoon? It looked just like Alicia Keys, bruh. Just like her. <laughs> that just, hey, that just came to my head as soon as I was singing that song. Because I believe I remember correctly, she performed that song on the episode. I'm about to go on Disney Plus and watch it. Fuck it. But anyway, shout out to Alicia Keys, Fuck With You Girl. My favorite songs of all time is Fire We Make. I love that song with her and Maxwell so fucking much. I used to love it. I played it out. I love it. I love Alicia Keys. I have a cousin who looks like Alicia Keys. <laughs> shout out to Cheyenne. <laughs> okay, so for the spotlight this week, I want to shine the spotlight on... This is something that I see on Twitter all the time. And I often stop and think about it, but I never really have an answer. So today, I think I'm gonna have to come up with an answer. And since I'm on this episode by myself, by myself, how is hell? I'm gonna talk this through. And we're gonna try to come up with an answer. The question is, if Aaliyah was still alive, would Beyonce still be relevant? Hmm. The question is, will Aaliyah still, well, will Beyonce still be relevant if Aaliyah was still alive? Let's break this down a little bit. 
let's break this down just a little bit. Let's back this on up. Aaliyah. Okay. Aaliyah would be 40 years old right now. Beyonce is what, 37, 38, something along the line. So they about the same age. Now, let's break this down just a tad bit, shall we? Aaliyah had banger after banger after banger. Nobody really knew a bad Aaliyah song. We can't necessarily say Aaliyah had a classic album. I mean, would it be I Care For You or One In A Million? We really don't know. What is her classic album? What is Aaliyah's classic album here, okay? That's my question, if we had to break this down. And then we also have to go back to, well, what is Beyonce's classic album? We know what her classic song could be. Definitely Dangerously In Love, you know, whatever. The slow version, the fast version, whatever. But that's that's her, that's her go-to song, I'd say. So let's break this down. Aaliyah could dance. Beyonce can dance. Was Aaliyah the best vocalist? Can Aaliyah really hit notes? Now, Aaliyah had a different kind of voice. Beyonce also has a different kind of voice. Beyonce has range on her voice, I should say. Cadillac Records kind of did her a little different. That's when she we saw like she could, she could kind of stretch it a little bit, you know. Best I ever had. Best I never had. I'm sorry. Um, one plus one. Listen. Seen her vocals, right? I want y'all to think about Aaliyah's at your best. Um, it's not giving. <laughs> it's not giving the same. Um, I want you to think about Aaliyah's. What's that song? Um, damn, her very first album, that AJ Nothing But a Number album. I feel like that's the most we ever heard her sing. Because when she hooked up with Missy and Timbaland, her beats kind of swallowed her. She was more visual. We wanted to see videos. We wanted to see Aaliyah videos. We didn't really care about the the extras and everything in between. We cared more about her dancing and things like that. Granted, there are some other people that do care more about Aaliyah, Aaliyah dancing more than her singing. And then she also just has, you know, really catchy songs. Beyonce also has really catchy songs. Beyonce puts out projects of music that are all relatable. You know, it's a project. It's an album. It all comes together. Aaliyah had, you know, good songs that came together on a project. So you also have to look at the time and all of this. Um, you have to look at... What else? I'm trying to break this down, y'all. Gotta have an answer, you know? I'm trying to break this down. 
I personally feel like All right. Since Beyonce is in front of us and we low-key grew up with Beyonce, it's just a little different. We saw her young. We see her now as an adult. With Aaliyah, you know, we were just excited to see her in some movies, just like we were excited to see Beyonce in some movies. But we really couldn't grow with her because, you know, she, she had to pass so young. But what we did see from Aaliyah was, you know, some real-ass shit. Like, we saw some really nice sweet girl moments and all of that. She she was very down to earth. She seemed very nice, had a very nice fashion sense. I personally feel, now that I'm thinking about it, if Aaliyah was still alive, I think that Aaliyah would be more influential with fashion and dancing and just more so visuals, okay? I think all around Beyonce is somebody that people are excited to see in concert. They're excited to see her videos as well. And I think that they would also much rather, um, you know, watch Beyonce. Not necessarily in a video because in her video she doesn't really, you know, dance all too much. Like how Aaliyah did. Beyonce videos are actually way more visuals. They match the song. Um, if anything, I know people that go and they watch Beyonce performances more than they watch Beyonce videos. So I would say that Aaliyah wins in that category. All around with music, I think Beyonce would catch the attention of being more versatile, able to being versatile, she can rap, she can sing, she can dance, she can talk on the track, make it sound, you know, raw. She can uplift some women, all of, all of that. Aaliyah is really good with relating to women. Aaliyah is really good with um, just relatable shit. I think all in all is relatable shit. Beyonce talks about things that are relatable, but we don't really know too much about her, so we, it leaves a lot of room for assumption. Um, me personally, I think I just came up with an answer just that quickly. Me personally, I think that if Aaliyah was still alive, I personally think Aaliyah and Beyonce would have a, a, a collab tour. I really do. Just because... We've never seen Beyonce link up with other women besides Destiny's Child, like tour-wise. And if you think about it, they were very relatable. They have a lot of dancing, a lot of everything. It's a lot. It's a lot that they do that's so similar to the point where I can't see them not working together. But also, since we're going down that route, Solange is also very talented as well but she only brings her out on stage with her to perform they don't have any music together and they technically haven't been on tour together huh Beyonce ain't sharing no spotlight now nah, I think about it hmm I think here's here's a here's an idea here's an idea I think if Aaliyah was still alive, I think Beyonce would be a bit more humbled. I do. 
I say that to say, Beyonce really ain't got no competition. She ain't got, she ain't got nobody that's seeing her. She ain't got nobody that's like on her level. Somebody that's seeing her. Somebody that's seeing her. She ain't seeing it. You know what I'm saying? But if Aaliyah was still alive, that'd probably be her only competition. Video, singing, versatility, the beat selection. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Not to mention, they probably would share beats because, you know, Timbaland. I think Neo will write music for um, Aaliyah as well. Mm-hmm. I think he would. I think he would. Just because Aaliyah um, was on that on that side of, you know, she can do that. She can sing. Like, she could really could sing. When she first came out, that's what she was doing. It wasn't really so much, you know, a lot of dancing and shit with the shit was doing. One nation under a groove. Hey, hey. AJ number the number. And the noun ain't number the thing. Do Beyonce got an AJ the number? Do she got a song like that? But Beyonce also had cuts with Destiny's Child. She did. I know you see me watching me and I see you watching me. But your body's gonna need a nation is killing me. I, yo, I don't, I don't have an answer. I really thought I was gonna come up with an answer with this as I come down with my ideas that I had. But like I said, you know, maybe I think that's it. I think that would be it. I think Beyonce would win on the concerts. And Aaliyah would be winning on the the videos, the visuals, the the all of that. And all around, their music would get played nonstop on the radio. I think they would be neck and neck with their own competition. I think they would. I truly think they would, now that I think about it. I don't think there would be any um, rough patches between them or anything. I really think that they would kind of work together if they could, just because... I think they have the same fan base, pretty much. We all people that grew up listening to Destiny's Child probably grew up listening to Aaliyah as well. That's how I look at it, or at least that's how I see it. We was all singing "Rock the Boat," so if you didn't know anything before that, I mean, blame your mammy, blame your mammy. <laughs> all right, y'all, I'm done with that. So <clears throat> I just want to talk about. This artist I stumbled across on Twitter. I'm going to share this dope, dope, dope song with y'all. It's going to be so dope. And um, anyway, let me tell y'all. You know how you come across some people on Twitter and you see people, they tweets blow up. And all of a sudden you see people post their uh, song underneath it. Like, oh, listen to my song while you're here. And you're like, girl, bye. But y'all, I cannot make this up. This song is so hard. It's so hard. I don't even want to butcher her name. I really don't. But I think her name is Effiani. Effiani, I think. And she has this song called Fifi Style. Y'all. <laughs> I love it so much. I'm going to share it at the end of this episode. If y'all want to show her love and, you know, shower her and all of that, I will put, I'm going to put the links in here and everything so y'all can see the video. It's honestly the cutest thing I've ever seen. I love it so much. Y'all can follow her on Instagram and Twitter. 
Um, her na at name is at I-F-E-A-N-Y-I-E-L-S-W-I-T-H. And this song at the end is going to be called Fifi Style. I believe that's her nickname, Fifi. Y'all, she, she, it's a fun, such a fun summer song. You with your girls. It, I love it so much. I really do. Um, I hope y'all love it just as much as I do. And make sure y'all go show her love and let her know that y'all listen to it on For Your Records podcast. But all in all, I thank y'all so much for listening. Um, catch y'all up on my bullshit and the music I've been listening to. Um, yeah, that's pretty much how this got to go. Um, YouTube coming soon. I know I've been saying that for a while, but I finally have like a, a, a nice place to record and nice angles and things like that. Lighting, everything. Like everything is finally coming together. I just, I just thank y'all so much for being patient with me. And um, make sure y'all leave a reviews and five stars. Drop me in the group chat. Passing me along. And also make sure y'all buy the book, Good Songs, Bad Memories on Amazon. I will also put the link in here on everywhere. And also, I also want to do a new thing. Um, a lot of people have been telling me their stories about their bad song memories. So if you guys want your story shared on the show, you can send that as well to foyerrecordspod at gmail.com. And I'll start sharing stories at the end of the episode as well and make it fun. Because everybody has a bad memory with a song that they don't want to hear, right? Right, right, right. All right. But anyway, I hope y'all enjoyed this episode, and I hope that y'all um, tap in some mo. Make sure y'all drop it in the group chats, like I said. And um, if y'all like this song, Fifi Style, make sure y'all go follow this, um, the girl Fifi, on all platforms. And I'll put her handle in the description of this episode as well, as well as this uh, link to my book if you have not bought it. Once again, thank y'all for listening to another episode of For Your Records. Bye. Hey, Chess, do that shit. Mm. It's IE. It's your girl, Fifi. When no one and they ain't fucking with me I got the vision and the works that they just can't they see just can't I'm manifesting see. and finessing like, like a real OG About to go crazy on these hoes, I'll get real OC I'm putting in the work, I invest in me It's E-Fani, I-E, the deity Ain't nobody else got the vibe as light as me I hex people who be gaslighting me Cut their eyes off, gives let that vision I decision And they wind it, they can't fuck with me I'm Belizean, green and in the deep blue sea I'm a fire princess, call me me. I'm bending elements like I'm Avatar hey. Who the fuck else you think a bitch got this bar Shady bright like a diamond, more, more like, like a star I'm blasting paramours fast in my car When I'm walking down the street and I'm strutting to the beat Gotta do it like I mean it, she delicious, now you've seen it And you know I'm meant to be this story fucking cool I'm Sister Harmony, I'm taking you to school You better know how to swim diving in my pool Oh, you keep your pile of products in your fucking drool I don't really fancy boys in their fucking room they're good for is getting in my stomach in my Me and my bitchy bitches, bitches, welcome to the coven We cute, the truth, they salute when we come in I was blending, now I'm turning into Elfie Fuck being nice, being mean is pretty healthy My road of good intentions led where they lead Unpunished goes, no good deed If a nigga wants me, he's got to focus Play with my feelings, hit him with a hocus pocus The thing, spell so potent We put the spell on you and you ain't even know it Ha, ha, ha